welcome to another episode of Young Black and Bother, the 300th episode with me, CJ. Thank you. I'm here. <laughs> the return of me, CJ, my man, Grizzly Greg. What's going on? My big, my big homie, Q. What's up, everybody? And my, and my lovely sis, Chrissy Cash. Chris Cash. Hey, y'all. What's going oh, on? Not much, man. Shit, like, what a beautiful time to see you again. <laughs> Hey, you yes, know, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful time to tune in, too. It's a beautiful time yeah. to tune in. I'm about to say, CJ, tell everybody what's going on with you. Right, like, right. I've been seeing it, but give the right. people an update <laughs> on Quiet Money CJ. Like, what's been going on? So, listeners, if y'all haven't been, you know, if y'all don't follow me on my uh, Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, I'm definitely uh, about to be a father next in April. Next look, couple months. Look at that! Congrats! Hey, welcome to the club. Yeah. And and not just a father, but you know, I'm looking to. Well, you know what? I'm not going to say that on here because she's going to listen to this. I'm <laughs> I'm starting a family. Yes, that's I'm what we starting like. Starting a family. Yeah, like I'm starting a family. Because at the end of the day, I know we have a lot of. Um, I was in the trash dating pool, you know, with everybody. <laughs> and every, at the end of the day, I feel like. Um, Every real man I know in my life, I'm trying not to use the N-word too much, but when niggas is niggas, I'm going to call them niggas. <laughs> but what I'm going to say is, every every real man, I feel like at the end of the day, it's your job to start a, a beautiful, quality family. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, you, and, you, and you can find a beautiful, quality woman no, no matter the race, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or whatever. Or, no, or even, you know what? No matter, no matter the 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 sex, any I feel like any quality man is on earth. If you want to start a family, you want to have a dynasty of your own. Like look what I built. Look at the dynasty I built. You know what I mean? So you talk like, about no that, matter, foundation, that, that foundation, that foundation of you know just building a person and building just a life of love. Like I say, no matter the race, no matter the sex, you know what I mean. No matter whatever your preference is, I feel like starting a family is the new wave. As far as black, and, and as black people, we need to we need to uh, create better. And I feel like we are create better foundations for our future. And then I think that comes with family at home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm just blessed. We ain't to be young able... no more. We ain't we young, young no yeah, more. We ain't young no more. <laughs> I, I'm blessed to just uh, had a situation I'm having with who I'm having it with, um, with my partner, me and my lovely woman. So I am. Um, it's some good. It's some good people out here, y'all. Because I, I was in the trash dating pool with y'all. I was doing my thing. And the crazy thing is, CJ, I'm just so excited for y'all too because I remember yeah. when y'all was just talking. We were like, just talking. Hey, hey, hey. We were just talking. I just felt like the way you would talk about her and how you came in with the energy, you was like, this is the one. Like, I've, yeah. I've known that since you used to talk about her on previous episodes. Like, mm-hmm. she's always been listening and I'm just really excited for both of y'all. Like, this yeah. is good. So if y'all, if y'all wondering, CJ just, just up and leave the show, my man was building a foundation. Like, yeah, I had, I, had, I, had to, I had to, I had to switch my focus over a little bit, y'all. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nothing. I, look, once I get this joint up and running, we back, we back like it ain't nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can still probably come in every other week, but I just know I can't do it every week. <laughs> like you know like i put in uh the facebook notes and in the show notes and the show and everything like that man we have actually grown i think a lot of people don't understand this started in a group me group where mm-hmm. we were like 
let's start a podcast. We didn't have a name for it. I think we had like 50 names that we had went by. And then Young Black and Bother just, you know, it was it on came, at the time. So yeah, and, and it came um, through, uh, I think we was in our, we, somebody said it in, you know, just in passing on one of our episodes. And we was <laughs> like, you know what? That yep. sounds like the name of our podcast. Yeah. yeah. I think we were saying something like we young, black, and bothered, and I'm like, damn, that that, that rings. And I think Greg Greg caught on to it. He was like, you know what? <laughs> now, it was a show, but it's so funny because like now that was what 2018. We're into 2021 now. Mm-hmm. So much has changed, man. Like we mm-hmm. all, least mm-hmm. now, you know, we all are now grown. We're no longer young. We're we're still black. I'm just yeah, not yeah. Bothered anymore. I'm sure y'all ain't as bothered anymore. Like we forever I, young. We just more mature. Exactly. Exactly, and we and we gotta understand, you know, we 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 young, we young and we young in spirit, but we old, we we're, we're wise in mind, we're older in mind. Like, mm-hmm. Exactly, that's so, me young in spirit. I wanted to just show my gratitude to every single person that's been a part of the show, you know. So periodically, you know, periodically throughout the night, you will hear, you know, some calls that will call into some people who have been a part of the show, been a guest, or you right. know, been a part of the show. Um, Tony, he's really busy. You know, I try to get in contact with him, but it's definitely shout out to Tony as well. He was yeah, a part of course. Of- I, I'll definitely <laughs> still be following Tony on social media. Yeah, he's That's my mind. I'll still be checking in with him. Always busy. Um, you know, Darren, we're gonna call into him. He, mm-hmm. you know, as you know now, we have you know Iris on the show. I think she's still celebrating her birthday weekend. So shout out to Iris. You know, but mm-hmm. everybody, you are listening. Like CJ said earlier, episode three hundred of Young Black. Three hundred. That's some franchise. That's some franchise shit right there. Yeah, man. Um, we have a lot of shit in store. Um, some things I can't talk about, but I will say that it's going to make the founding people, you included, CJ. Mm-hmm. I mean this shit. So hopefully, you know, yeah. everybody, you know, takes heed to that because this was started to be fun and right. just lighthearted, but now it's a brand. Like people like right. you the name because what happens if you change the name? Trust me. We're yeah. always gonna be, we, you know, we're gonna be the the the, the, the Washington Zoom podcast. And <laughs> <laughs> change the name like, to be the Washington just, Zoom podcast and shit, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, we're saying that though. Um, I did want to since it's you know episode three hundred. I wanted to shout out some of our biggest towns and cities who actually fuck with us. Um, we have a large population of people, obviously in the DC, in the DMV area, and things like that. But there are so many more like towns and shit that actually listen to us, which surprised the fuck out of me. So in the United States, at least just here, um, we have people who are listening once the app loads everywhere, every mm-hmm. place you can think of. Uh, mm-hmm. place called Fairfield, um, Middletown, Raleigh, mm-hmm. Atlanta, mm-hmm. Brooklyn, Brookhaven, Fernando, Austin, Texas, Houston, Texas. Pittsburgh, Brookline, oh, Alexandria, Dallas, Newton, okay. um, San Jose, California, Lorton, Virginia, Kensington, Lewes, Columbus, Ohio, Blithwood, Lexington, the Bronx, Edgewater, Spokane, Cleveland, Mor- uh, Morrow, Baltimore, D.C., Bridge, hey. uh, uh, Sheltonham, San Diego, Las Vegas, San Diego, Newtonville, Jersey City. Um, you know, shout out to Q because you know he loves Jersey so much. Um, we, we, know we know that. We know that's state. false. We know that's false. John <laughs> off the state. Yeah, up Marlboro, New York. Um, the, the usual, you know, the United States, including some that you may have never heard of. I've never been to some of those towns, so you know, shout out to y'all for listening. Uh, when it comes to countries, just, it's 
crazy how many countries fuck with us as well. I won't go down that entire list, but shout out to mm. every person that listens to us. I mean, citywide, countrywide, it's it's mad. Um, we got the United States, we love France, all y'all. yeah, mm-hmm. United Kingdom, Taiwan, Russian Federation. Um, I'm sure they probably tapping the phones right now. But shout out to them. We got Brazil, Mexico, Germany, South Africa, Canada, Netherlands, Japan, Norway, Nicaragua, Nigeria, Jamaica, and so on and so on. So. Shout out to every single person that fucks with Young Black and Bother. Um, what saying that, though, I wanted to say, with it being almost three years, how does it feel for you guys to now not only be podcasters that are established, but just content creators? How do you guys feel about it? Yeah, y'all, y'all, go, yeah, y'all go first. You, what about you? Um, I, I'm matured in this. Because you know y'all, <laughs> oh yeah, those early Drunk listeners know. <clears throat> those early oh, listeners yeah. oh, know. Shit. He was wild as shit, man. I, hey, yes, he was wild. We had a, hey, look, we had to edit whole whole rack of shit nope. off of Key Man. Like, we'll just wreck. scrap this episode <laughs> this week. Don't come back. You just said death threats. <laughs> yeah, we, so, we yes, I have definitely, <clears throat> I have definitely matured. Um, a lot of it is just, you know, just naturally, but also um, just career-wise. Like, I'm, I'm in grad school now. I'm preparing to be a school. I'm preparing oh. myself to be a school leader. So I have to mm. really, you know. Hey. Um, yeah. um, I got to watch you know that. Congratulations. It's new yeah, shit. I, I know that. You know, to, I'm almost two-thirds of the way done. So oh, shit. God damn. <laughs> You've been yeah. cooking. I ain't even know two thirds. So, yeah, so, so, shit. <laughs> right. So my program, my program, shout out to shout out to Lincoln. Uh yeah, I went back to my alma mater to get mm-hmm. my um to get my masters. Mm-hmm. So we take we take a set of courses every seven weeks. So I'm in my third set. So after I, at so in two weeks, we got two more weeks in this session, and I will have twenty uh 18 credits. Mm-hmm. 18 of the 36 that I need. So, yeah. I, you know, and then in May, when we finish the last the last session for the spring semester, I will be at 24. Mm. And two-thirds done. Mm. That's what I like to hear, man. That is what I like to hear. Young, black, and progressive. Yeah. <laughs> Young, black, and progressive. That's what but I like. Also, I like and, and, but yeah, not just, you know, the, this, this new professional route that I'm taking. It's just you know, growth. Thank you. That's some that's some real growth for your ass. Hashtag growth. Young black and educated. Let's get it. And, and so. to, to let my listeners know, I haven't really been keeping in contact with y'all like that because I didn't. And I haven't really. I, I should listen to. This show. I kind of stepped away from the whole podcast game once I ain't do it because I ain't want to try to pick up on nobody else shit. So I did not know this about Q. Like I didn't. I didn't even know Q was in grad school. So this is like news to me. So I'm like, I'm just, and I seen, I look, I'm just, just listening to him talk and his growth is crazy. I love yeah, it. Yeah. You know, the, the crazy thing is, and I think that was, that, that has to be like one of the um, underrated blessings of this pandemic and being quarantined at home. You have time to think. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. knew that, I knew that eventually I wanted to come out of the, I wanted to come out of the classroom and I wanted to be, be a school leader. And right, right, it's just right, right. that um, just the convergence of time and, uh, and everything just is meshed perfectly. And I 
found a program and it happened to be at happened to be at my alma mater that fit everything that I was looking for in in a leader in a leadership program. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, one um, thing uh the, despite despite the the uh, the the deaths and the you know the uh sickness that we um experienced during COVID-19 despite all of that um of course, uh, shout out prayers to all the families or anybody who lost loved ones during that pandemic. It was almost like a a reset, if I might add you, because it's like it, it forced everybody. I don't give a fuck how much money you had. You had to sit down. Exactly. You had to sit down when you had just shit established that. Right. You know what I mean? You had to sit right. down. We had, we had to establish that. And you had to really think about what's going on. Because, I mean, it was the, no, could nobody do nothing. Like, could do anything. Go and then... Yeah. And then another thing, <clears throat> another thing that um, like spurred my decision to go ahead and go back to school was what happened a couple of years ago. Y'all, I'm not going to talk about that. Y'all know what that is, what that yeah. was. Mm-hmm. And then also had my own bout with COVID, you know, back in May. Mm-hmm. Um, you okay. know, that woke me, that right. woke, that woke right. me up. It's like, I got some, I got some shit I got to, I, I, I need to accomplish. I don't want to be on my deathbed and then have it having a having the ghost of your aspirations and dreams haunting you, mm-hmm. haunting me. So mm-hmm. that was, you know, it's like, all right, go get it done. Exactly. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> First it ain't been easy. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling all of this. I hate Zoom now <laughs> because I'm on it. Hey, oh, hey, I'm proud but, of you, dog. This is good news to me today. Yeah. Good, good news. Good news. You brightened my day up at, at shit. They almost. Damn, over, I was like, you. I'm about to rob niggas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate Zoom so much right now because I'm on it all the time. Like literally, after like before we came on here, I finished a three hour class, and mm. usually, usually it runs into up until nine o'clock, and we got out like forty five minutes early. I was thank God, <laughs> thank God. But um, like it's helped me become a lot more disciplined, focused because it's mm-hmm. like you know I got to get this done. Even though like writing, it's a skill for me, but um, like I have to be in the zone. And if like the littlest thing can can break me out of that zone, that's I know that's one thing that I have to. Um, be cognizant of when I send the leadership because organization is key. Okay. Being a school leader. So like I've really, I've really, you know, in the course of being in, in the course of being this pro in this program, I have really learned a lot about myself, learned a lot about my leadership ability. I've learned I've learned if I didn't already knew know my knew, know, have known my weaknesses before, I really know them now. So I know what I need to well, my areas of growth are as I step into that. Shout out to Q. Step Shout into out. that chair. So, I um, love it, Q. I love it, brother. I see you. Look at you. What about you? <laughs> How have you grown over the past three years? It's not only as a podcaster, but as a content creator. And you're no longer, you aren't just a socialite. You are the first lady of Young Black and Bother. So, not only shout out to you, thank you. Thank you for actually dealing with our shit for 300 plus episodes. So, <laughs> thank you. Um, I mean, I guess for me, it's like proving to myself, and I know y'all could probably assess to this, that 
you can see something start and then come into flourishing. Like it really just started us being in, like you said, group me talking shit like we usually do. We're like, yo, I would love to be on the podcast. What should we call it? I don't know. Maybe Young Black and Bothered. Oh, shit. Yeah. Now it's 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 coming. And I just feel like who would have thought by starting that back then to now we're at episode 300. We have our following. We have our fan base. We've had opportunities to monetize. We've done a lot <clears throat> that we couldn't see it coming just from a hobby that started amongst friends. And I really appreciate y'all. And you guys also teach me a lot too, like just gaining skills and interacting with different people and making sure you're up on the news and everything Mm -hmm. that's going on right now. Like you guys keep me in the loop in a way that I, I wouldn't probably be in the loop if I didn't have this podcast. Like, for me, I, I'm, I'm always shit. doing political stuff or looking up stuff with my job. So I kind of indulge in the pop culture discussions mm-hmm. in the show and or real life discussions like in a way that I can't do in my walking life all the time. And I don't have any brothers. So y'all like my brothers, <laughs> even though. <laughs> right, right, like, right, right. You know, I can come and ask you guys for advice. You guys give it to me straight up. I've always appreciated that. And I right. just feel like as a as a content creator in in that aspect, I learned how far your reach can go if you just stay consistent and really let people know what you're doing. Because it's a lot of folks that I had support me that I didn't even know would even support me like that. So I just feel like, That's yeah, I, I really thank y'all for that. That's facts, yeah. You, 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 y'all are doing the work. I just pressed the buttons, man. So. <laughs> Go ahead, Greg. You, you the professor X of this shit. Right. For me, man, like, it, it, it's... Let me, let me gather these X-Men together and put out this bomb-ass <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's got... Oh, that's my loud-ass dog. It, it's given us so many opportunities. It actually... I saw myself grow as a man through this show. Um, I've grown more appreciation for, like, community, um, mm-hmm. as well as just, honestly, other content creators. Um interacting with them, you know, just being around more people because I'm an introvert, like, completely. So it just feels good to know that not only do I have a community within a community being like you guys, but I have a family. And I do have brothers and sisters, but y'all are close to me and I'm close to y'all. So I really appreciate everything you've done the last 300 episodes and going forward and going forward for sure. Um, That being said, you know, without crying, busting out tears and shit like that, I, I will say um, we have a lot of stuff prepared. Um, Chris doesn't know this by surprise, you know, but we have an interview coming up with Reverend Wendy Hamilton, who mm. running for Congress in D.C. in 2022. Mm. So, mm. Oh, yay. Mm. That's exciting. Yes. Um, I'm Ooh. hoping that we can get Andrew Yang as well. That That is something I'm trying to tie in. So that will be something that we have planned for 2021. Um, okay. Okay. Interviews coming up. Um, we will be on a platform that I talked about a couple of weeks ago called Fireside. So we will be content creators on there. Um, I can't mm. say much about it, but that will be something that we will be doing in the next couple months. Also, we are, you know, obviously on stereo when they do decide to pay us, we're on there as content creators. They will be doing some more things coming up. 
and obviously we're on here. So and the, oh wait, wait wait you missed one interview. Oh yes, go ahead Q. No 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 no, it's not you. Go. I just oh, I was just, oh, just pointing oh, that out. Oh. Well, here's the thing. Me personally, I like was there. I was present for this interview, but I did nothing. I just sat there and let them talk. Q, you, you can go ahead and talk okay, about. That. So we, <clears throat> um, excuse me. So yeah, we have. Um, speaking of interviews with candidates, we, um, Eric and I, uh, we did most of the questioning for this. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have an interview coming with a candidate who's running for Congress in Cal- uh, the 30th Congre- Congressional District of California. Mm. Um, her name is Erica Rhodes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, <clears throat> the reason Eric and I did most of the question because she, she is an educator that's running for Congress. So, mm-hmm. education is one of her. And y'all, in, and, y'all, and y'all in that field. Right. Right. So, uh, it, was, it, was, it was a great interview. And please, y'all, when that comes out, please check that episode out and make and I know. I mean, if you're listening from California, you live in the 30th congressional district. Give her, give her a close look because she is, she she's. I fully believe just after one after that conversation, and then this weekend, um, looking at her website, if she gets mm-hmm. in, things are going to change and that's change for the better. So and that's what's up, and, I, and that's what we that's what we aiming for, brother. That's what we aiming for. Yeah. Change because shit cannot stay the same. We know that this couldn't happen though without. Chris, I have to make that like crystal clear. Um, me, right. I'm not the biggest politician. I'm not someone who's really big into politics. But if it weren't for her and the things she spoke of in the last like three or four episodes, specifically last week and her unpopular opinions, I was like, oh, I have to get into this. I have to start talking a little bit more about this. I- <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Chris, Chris been vicious since day one for real. I'm yeah. glad she, I'm glad she, I'm glad it's starting to be shown. Yeah, she been so sweet. <laughs> no, no, she's been vicious with the politics shit from day one. Like, she's been vicious with it. So I'm like, all right. My sis, my sis on top of that shit. Like you, like I'm like you, Greg. I don't really pay attention to that shit like that. Unless it's like, you know, you know, of course you got nowadays you got a you got your uh which is CNM app just sending you fucking yeah. news reports. So now you forced right. to look at the shit. Bing, you know what I'm saying? Bing. I'm like, I'm like, okay. I didn't ask for this shit. You can't delete it. <laughs> but it's like, but it's like, you can't delete this shit. So I'm like, okay, let me see what's going on. Let me at least pay attention to it. Maybe they're trying to tell me something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, so when I'm, I'm now that I follow the politics like I do, I'm saying like, yeah, like I, I mean, Chris been on point from that shit from the jump. Like, like she knows all the governors and senators and shit. Like, I don't know them niggas. Like, I don't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how it is. <laughs> Well, so, I'm glad I can help y'all with that. <laughs> so, you know, I wanted to start, you know, by calling, you know, someone that's been on the show a few times. Um, starting at California, since we are, you know, on the platform for California, talking about that as well with, you know, Ms. Rose. I wanted to call Baylor up first. Um, the reason why is because he, you know, big podcaster, you know, BTG for president, things like that. And he loves the show. He's always talking about it. He's telling people about it. So I wanted to give him, you know, his praise. But I just give him a call and see what he got to say. So okay. just if he answers the phone, more importantly, he better answer the phone because I just told him we called him. <laughs> <laughs> Say, pick up the phone. <laughs> Yo, what's going on? You alive with the YBAB podcast. How are you? Why do you sound like Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> He rained down on me. Told you niggas, Greg Professor X, man. 
Welcome to episode 300 of Young Black and Bothered, man. Who are you? Yo, yo, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. You know, you you are right now, like we said last week, you were 14 and 2 officially after last week. Yo, so I'm taking y'all niggas to court. We need to run those two back. Well, There's some conspiracy shit going on. So Chris, Chris, right now, this man Baylor is 14 and 2 on Dope Notes. We've only given two of his songs yeah. or or no. He has he has the best record of anybody that has like submitted any song for Dope Note. So Baylor, how do you feel about currently being the Dope Note champion for the Young Black and Bother podcast? That shit dope. But I'm taking y'all niggas to court for the other two. I need to be 16 and 0 right now. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, you know, who is right now, who is your favorite host of the Young Black and Bother podcast? Wow. Yeah, I'm putting you on the spot. You better say Chris. Yeah. It's okay. You don't have to lie. <laughs> okay. No, I ain't got to. I, I ain't going to lie this week. Okay. All right. So, so let me ask you one more question and then we'll let you off. Um, okay. How many games are the Lakers going to lose in the playoffs this year? Ooh. Uh, four. Oh, so they're actually going to lose. They're going to get swept is what you're saying. No, like one each series. Oh, but they're still going to lose four? it. <laughs> we can't. Oh, look. I got my opinions. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to let y'all rock on that one. Okay, baby. If you say so, I, I still feel like y'all got to get past a couple teams, but, you know, I wanted to, you know, just say, call you, you know, thank you. you get past themselves. <laughs> yeah, they definitely do. Um, hopefully, AD gets healthy, but that's a show for another day. Bill, I want to say thank you for everything you've done for the show, from sharing it to being on it, and you better be on it from episode 301 going forward, all right? Oh, I mean, look, congratulations to y'all. Um, I hear an echo. That's why I keep stopping. My edible all also hit. Oh lord! So that might be an issue as well. Yeah, it's definitely edible. It is definitely okay. the edible. All right. All right. Look, at the end of the day, salute to y'all. Congratulations, uh, and shout out to my Lakers for going back to back. Greg, you left these tapes over here. Look. Look, that is your porn, bro. That is your porn. That back to back, that back to back shit is definitely not happening. Whatever, man. We'll talk to you later, bro. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Baylor. And as usual, you know, you can go visit his show at BTG for President on all streaming platforms. I want to give another call if you guys don't mind. I'm going to. He's not a damn Laker fan. Unfortunately, (laughs) it might be. I wanted to call uh, a personal friend of mine and and Q's. Um, he was a part of our show as well. So I'm going to give him a call. Hopefully he answers. If he doesn't, we're just going to move right along. Of course. Doubt he answers. Okay, we'll move right along. So actually, let's go into first 48 because we're already like 40 minutes into the show. So Q, would you like to tell the people exactly what first 48 is? First 48 is a segment which we bash Florida in a god-awful second most fucked up state in the country, New Jersey. Okay. We're gonna stop with this Jersey slander. They can't yeah, no, no, okay. no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I love Iris. I hate her state. But they um, gave us our degree. <laughs> any, any, 
anyway, so first 48 is when we, um, talk, we decide which state, mostly Florida, sometimes Jersey. Sometimes, Hello. Okay. Um, oh, hold on. Um, we have a special caller. Where a crazy crime story has happened. Okay. So, sir, who are you that is on the line right now? If I could ask. It's Rob. How are you? How are you? How are you, sir? Well, blessed. That's good. Uh, Rob, he was, you know, he still is a host of the Good Bad and Unavailable whenever we do decide to do those shows. Um, you, you called it a great time um, because we are actually in the midst of doing First 48. So First 48 is a segment of our show where we read a headline and you would have to go and guess the First 48 state, if you don't mind. Um, so this one, ironically, um, is weird. It says that a man set fire to his lawn in order to get rid of snow and ice. Guess the first 48 state in which this happened. Dumbass Texas. <laughs> yeah, we already know that. We already know that. Anything, 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 anything with snow and ice is Texas. <laughs> we definitely knew Did that. Did y'all see that? Like, I've seen on TikTok people, I'm trying not to say niggas too, but I saw people going on there with matches and mm. like trying to light the snow and they're like, look, see, it does nothing but turn black. It doesn't melt. Look at oh. this regular ice cube. Melts instantly. Oh, my God. Like, I'm like, that's that's not how that shit works, babe. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't. That's, 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 that's not how the shit works, y'all. That's, and you know what? That's their governor's fault. It, 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 it goes beyond that, though. I mean, that shit been fucked up for years. Because it's a red state. <laughs> it's it's not state. like they had their own power as of last year type shit. They had their own power since power was existing. Like hey, so, y'all tripping, y'all and, tripping. And, and then you got to talk about the glo- global warming shit. Y'all ain't doing that for well, how long? Trump in office four years. Ain't nothing happened. Nothing happened, bro. <laughs> yeah, so, nah. All that yeah. shit was Republican mm-hmm. mess. Republican, all Republican mess. Republican mess. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, all of you guys are wrong, including Rob. This mm. happened in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. no. This, you know so what's funny? We, My friend we got said she has a neighbor that takes a flamethrower in Jersey. Yeah. And cleans this See, this is why you got to knock Jersey down into that <laughs> little, <to laughs> little borough a little bit. Because it's like, why is people there doing that? In Jersey. Jersey did nothing. They want that quick <laughs> joint. So we already know it's snow in Jersey every fucking year. It's no more mm-hmm. than it do here. Well, of course, it's probably snowing right now. Like, shit. right. <laughs> Bro, I want to disrespect from all these DC people. And, and and I, you see this, right? I really appreciate it, especially when Jersey's got nothing to do, y'all. But every day, people disrespect Jersey. Do y'all need highways, all trash removal? See, you know, good education. Yeah, yeah. I ain't. He right. Jersey ain't really do nothing. But I did visit Jersey once, and I really I hated it. All of my bad. Jersey is cool. Like, come on, you get. I'm trying to think of all the things I like about New York was up the street, (laughs) and New York York was just way more lit. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just like, look, New York way more lit. Y'all got to catch the fuck up. They got the little Jersey club music. Jay Z hey, said, "Let me go get the guys." Jay Z oh. said, "Let me go get the Nets and take them to Brooklyn because Jersey's trash." Oh, yeah, that was <laughs> <up>. <laughs> oh, 
All right. So basically, Rob, I wanted to call you, you know, on episode 300 to say, first and foremost, thank you for your contributions to Young, Black and Bothered, Good, Bad and Unavailable, the whole brand. Um, if it were not for you, like and, you know, the co-host and everybody that's been a part of the show, you know, be it episode one or episode 300, we don't know where we would have went, how far we would have went along. And more importantly, like, you know, just everything that comes with this show. So I just wanted to extend the gratitude to have you come on to, you know, episode 300 and any other episode in the future. You know, you are welcome to come back on and just thank you, bro. Like, I really appreciate it. I feel like the black ant fit right now. Oh, Lord. <laughs> You feel like, like the black ant viv. Oh my lord. Jesus Christ. Like ant viv. Lordy, lordy. But uh, yeah, it's good to uh congratulations to y'all. Thank you yes. so much. Great episodes is not easy to do. Definitely All right, so I'm gonna give you your own special one. I'm gonna give you your own special first 48 before you get out of here though. So okay. a woman dressed. I'm sorry, women dressed as the elderly get caught while trying to catch the COVID shot. Well, trying to get the COVID shot. Yes, the first 48 state. Oh. Ooh, I know that one, but I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> New York. Come on. No, no, no. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> it's um, oh, warm, trashy. Florida. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And lots of senior citizens. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right, bro. I will talk to you soon, but thank you again. Thank you. All right, man. We'll talk All to right, you later. Like you guys. Okay. All right, man. So, again, back to First 48. Thank you, Rob, for calling in. We have another one. Not again. Gorilla Glue Challenge sends this man to the ER. Man gets a solo cup stuck on his mouth after doing the Gorilla Glue Challenge. Y'all are some um, idiots. Whoever did that. Is yeah, because I'm yeah, I don't even want to guess the state. Cause I'm, my thinking is, do y'all know what the fuck gorilla glue is? It bonds wood and metal. Like what the Exactly. I'm in the I'm in the fucking uh building engineer field and it's adhesive glue. It's supposed to not remove like if you use your it says clearly on the label, no skin to skin contact or just stay with you know the regular human shit, stay with your eyes, your mouth, kids, and shit like that. This is strictly for a uh, 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 machinery type of work, exactly. or bonding type of work. So why is there shouldn't be a gorilla glue challenge with anything going on with your body parts? Exactly. I, I just feel like this whole gorilla glue thing is a result of niggas being bored at home. Pretty because much. this would have never happened. First <laughs> of all, it would have never gained that much traction. It would have been. On her own little Facebook family, niggas would have been like, you dumb as hell. And that would have been the end of it. That's, that's what I was thinking, too. Because people let me send this. Let me share with Tina. Oh, Tina, let me share with Bobby. Bobby, let me share with John. John, let me see with Sarah. Next thing you know, the whole fucking world is watching this dumb ass it, bitch it got what, doing this much, shit. Got way too much attention. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, right. She just been dumb. She been stupid. Like, what? It's like, come on, come on. So guess the like you don't know the difference between head gel and 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 an adhesive glue. You're an adult. You're a forty year old adult. Like, are you serious? That's what fucked me up the most is the fact that the shit says spray adhesive. Like, (laughs) like, like what shit has a fucking do not put on things that aren't metal? It's it's for metal. (laughs) Like, come on. 
I'm starting to think people are really stupid. Um, I'm going to just give you all this one. This happened in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So basically, mm. he said, don't do it. In an exclusive interview, Martin says that he did the challenge to prove that the viral video seen with Tessica Brown, who sprayed Gorilla Glue adhesive in her hair, was not as serious as he made it seem, as she mm. made it seem. Martin was seen on the Dr. Oz show in 2020 discussing his experience engaging in the ice cream challenge and the consequences of uh, the consequences that he faced. But he said that he did not want to send a bad message by doing these challenges. But then he super glued a fucking Dixie cup to his mouth. Stupid. See, this, this, these are people that don't understand how to use. Like they might have to, they might make a niggas get certifications to buy gorilla glue now because of shit like this. Like no, oh, like, cause it's like because like, no bullshit. Do y'all realize like you have to get a whole like when my feel you have to get a whole certificate. Hello. Yeah. Oh, okay. My fault. I thought some shit happened to my phone. <laughs> but in my field, you gotta get a whole uh, certification just to handle refrigerant. And I understand that's way more dangerous and all that shit. But the way that they're trying to make this a gorilla glue challenge, that could be potentially dangerous because Shorty literally had to go through that surgery to get that shit out of her head. Like, that wasn't no, she really could not that's wash what that I'm shit saying. out of her head. Like, <laughs> like why would the doctor no lie? Why would the doctor not say, oh, this that's, is some bullshit? No, I don't think people understand how strong that shit really is. Like she, that shit was not coming. Her head was going to be to her scalp. That was just like, going to be what it was. Like, and she yo. really had to go through that surgery because it's like this shit is powerful. Like, why would you put this? They sell it at Home Depot. They don't sell it at fucking CVS. It's at Home Depot. I don't think anybody would have put Gorilla Glue on her hair, but that woman. That was literally just some bad user error. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because she was trying to do her hair in a bun and thought maybe I could just use this and then this could says, be some hot shit. She yeah. says something like she used regular glue for her shit last time and it worked. I'm like, <laughs> she did say that. I'm like, they give fucking kids, <laughs> they give kids regular glue. What the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. They give the kids. This is this is some real shit. This shit you put in your hair. Like this is real glue. Like it's real, this is the closest thing you're gonna get to glue. Exactly. Like real glue. So that was crazy. That, that was nuts. Now, we, we have another caller, ladies and gentlemen, that I have to make. So we're going to make this call. And here we are. Yo, what is going on? You are listening now to the Young Black and Bothered podcast. How are you, sir? Hey, it's good, man. Hey, it's, it's like weird. I feel like I'm on a record. Who are you, though? <laughs> yeah. Turn your radio down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shut up, Chris. Hey, Chris, buddy, your shit. Who are you, though, sir? Oil listener. Hey, uh, solo and host of Positive Filter, a.k.a. Uh, Ilfil, a.k.a. Don and a.k.a. Granite Alpha. Person, a.k.a. Father, you and I drop him. Oh, man. How are you doing, though? I'm doing good, but blessed sometimes. Well, that is good. Well, good and bad, depending on how you take that, man. I, I wanted to reach out to you on the show to first and foremost say thank you for your contributions to the Young Black and Bald podcast, as usual. Um, I'm, I'm not an alpha, but, you know, congratulations. Shout out to y'all. Uh, I am. 06, good brother. <laughs> Yo, 06, good brother. <laughs> but um, I wanted to ask you, what was one of your favorite moments from the Young Black and Bald podcast? Like one one uh, that I was on, or one that just uh, really good. You know, I know y'all still not rocking with, 
by uh, Playboy Cardi. That was like the best song. Yeah, no. Last summer. Well, it is up to you. You get to pick shows that you were on. Well, honestly, I don't know. I don't have like a number one of the pocket. But I mean, one of the things I will say is that this is probably the times and recording and seeing how you uh, how you actually organize your thoughts. And I've actually learned a lot about pocket of you, Greg. So I don't know. This overall, I think that's like my moment because what you've done and, and how you work and how you actually figured out how to, I thought you were like a professional media uh, person, but just to find out that you just did this on your own, has really motivated me to learn a little bit more about fitting and more comfortable about Okay. Well, that's good. You know, we have to have you back on the show though. Like the actual Young Black and Bother podcast. We need you to come on the show with some positivity because you know, after 300, we are no longer Young Black and Bother. Because, yeah, we're still black. We're unbothered, though. Old, uh, old black and fussy? Which, yes, old, old black and fussy might be a good one. But <laughs> before we get you off the phone, though, I wanted to ask you a first 48, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, I'm down. All right. It's already Florida. Okay. If, 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 <laughs> if it's Florida, cool. That's uh, funny as shit. That, that's funny. We've gotten to the point where people just think it's Florida naturally. No, nah, because Florida's like, it's like... Florida, Florida, fucking... Florida. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Florida, man. You can believe it when they I said... a whole Florida. episode on Atlanta about Florida, Florida man. Florida, it's Florida, the most fucked up exactly. state in the country. I mean, the... It's like, what's, what, are y'all American? Like, what the, the fuck is going on The ex-president lives there. The, the, the most recent ex-president Where lives there. So that's it, enough Does he really to make live it, there? <laughs> yes, Orange Shithead li- lives in Mar-a-Lago. I think Florida, I think Florida close to a portal, nigga. It is. It gotta be a it gotta be a portal in Florida somewhere. Oh, yeah, just... isn't the Bermuda Triangle near mm-hmm. there? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's probably a bunch of whack ass shit going on. Like <laughs> it's just wild. It's just wild, yeah. It's literally it's literally America's dumpster. So Phil, here you are. So your first forty eight is so. A woman finds a snake in her toilet, but the police realize that it's just her poop. Oh, I was trying to think of a place with a lot of snakes. Is this, uh, but it's not an international. It is definitely international, so it's not in America. Oh, see, I see. Steve, you do 448 in America, but I, I listen enough. You be getting one from, um, we'll go with Australia because they jack up too. What you got, Chris? Um, you said it's not in America. Nope. I'm gonna say. Mexico. Mexico. CJ, what you got? I, I'm going to go with my man to say Australia. That was a, a great answer because I think Australia got the portal next to that too because the yeah. animals in Australia is fucking crazy. Oh yeah, because they do be going through the pipes in Australia. And they, got a, they got some wild ass animals they in Australia. They definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I heard like go my anywhere Caribbean, anywhere hot. <laughs> it's <laughs> shit that we don't even know there's yeah. a species that's in Australia, bro. Like a whole shit is over there. It's like, what the fuck is that? Like, what? What about you, Q? Japan? Okay. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good answer too. Uh, that's a good answer. The correct answer was Czechoslovakia. Um, apparently, oh. they, re- they received a phone call from a terrified woman telling them that she found a snake in her toilet that had blocked the toilet and she waited anxiously for the officers to rescue her. Japan. Unfortunately, 
unfortunately, when the police arrived, they discovered that it was not a snake in her toilet that was clogging it. It was her own shit. Yeah. But she yeah. was stupid, but yeah. If it, if I lived in Australia, I'd be like, look, it might be a motherfucking snake coming through my pipes because I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Australia's that's, that's that's my mind was that. Yeah. All right, Phil. Thank you so much for calling, bro. Look, as usual. Let me, my la- let me do my last rant. And my last rant is, you know, 300, uh, shout out to the movie. Um, uh, that's that, that shows that shows that hey, uh, that's nothing to take like this. So I don't think uh, I knew a statistic most podcasts don't take uh, 10 episodes of six. Mm-hmm. And you, I don't know, I'm not half, but you did that times 10. No. Um, so, <laughs> great job to you, and I think uh, you stick to this podcast. Really proud of you. Thank Thanks. you for being part of the journey. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, man. All right, All right ladies and gentlemen, like you have heard from some people from the past, people from the present, but more importantly, we need to get to the news. We've definitely got past first 48. Thank you guys for all listening to that. But when it comes to the news, uh, first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, Bobby Smurda is free. (laughs) It's just ironic. He gets out the day we do episode 300. Hey, you know what? It needs needs to be a parade for my nigga Smurda in New York. Yes. They need a parade because... Cause they gotta, they gotta, they gotta, they gotta, uh, they gotta wash away those six nine sins. Yes, they do. Oh. Yes. <laughs> they gotta wash away them six nine sins. So th- it's about to be like maybe not a literal parade, but I know for a fact they are all about everybody in New York about to jump on dick. Yeah, jump on dick. And yeah. you know, and you know what? Not to say it in a negative way, but that was just the phrase I used. They're about to really be, you know, if they weren't even fans of Smurda, they just about to give him his props he deserves because. He took the noble way out, and he out. Yep. Absolutely. He took the noble way out because nowadays we know how we know how you know how things are. People don't care about integrity or loyalty at all. Not at all. So it's like if you can have somebody that was on a a, a platform on a main stage to actually sit down and and take accountability. I was accountability probably is the biggest uh the biggest word I should have used. Mm-hmm. It. He took accountability for his actions to say, you know what. Whatever. And, and he said, I'm going to take more time so Roddy don't get have to do all that time. So, so my man don't got to do all that time because I was with him. I was with him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He said, I was with him. So you know what? I'm going to take some of his time. I know I'm the rapper. I'm the money right now. But I'm going to take some of his time to show everybody accountability is a thing. So that's why I'm a big Smurder fan. I don't know why everybody else is. I don't know if they just going to ride in the culture where he ain't snitch. It ain't about just he ain't snitch. It was the situation. He went down and a a whole gang of them got riled up. And the charges they put on him, he was the rapper. They, I'm pretty sure they offered him a they offered him a deal. Of course. He was gonna be out in two years. He said no. Give me whatever you're gonna get Roddy on that. Let me do have a Roddy. Let me spend Roddy's time with me. Yeah. And did more time. You gotta respect it. So you have to that's that's Real just niggas unite. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and that and that not even to glorify no street life. That's just character. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's not going right back to she's after that shit. I know he's that. Yeah, we know he's not. Mm-hmm. And so the thing is, is like, man, that's that's just glorified street shit. But it's like he did everything he's supposed to do as a man. Exactly. To, to, it took accountability for his actions. 
that right there. Yeah. Accountability means everything. Um, exactly. Speaking of accountability, um, I want to say the biggest fuck you to all the people in power in Texas, including homeboy that went to Mexico. Um, what was that nigga's name? Uh, Ted Cruz. Um, oh my God. That's, that was terrible. That was a terrible was excuse too. My boy. daughter is one of the, what the fuck? Man? You're the father. Hey, we ain't going nowhere. I got to do some shit. Shut up. No, I read so many articles about what happened in Texas. Um, I did not know that they were on their own grid system. Apparently there's four grid systems in the United States and Texas. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Actually, no. there's, there are only th- there's three. There's the East and the West and then Tech. Yeah. You, no, it's four. This one, no, 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 it's three. No, we need to fact check that right now. Yeah, yeah. let's see what's going on, y'all, because I believe Q and Chris. Because <laughs> I'm not shit, I'm not sharp on. I just I do know they said they was on their own grid. Yeah, most of Texas is on most of Texas is on its own grid. Like the panhandle is part of the West um the West Coast grid system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's the East. Yeah. It's, it's East, got- West, and then Texas. We need to fact check that one. Listeners. I'm looking, I'm yeah. looking at it. Okay, so I see what he's talking about. It's, the, um, it's like different regional ones. But the like the, the main national one. The the main ones is the east is the East Coast grid. And, and I'm gonna the ask West y'all this: they, cho- they chose not to be on the mm-hmm. national grid, right? They, right, right. So that was they their own decision. To, they didn't to, want government oversight to okay. cut tax dollars, right? That's insane. They didn't, they didn't want, want they, didn't, they didn't want extra taxes in their states, so they chose not to be on the grid for that. Not am, just am I, that. Am I right? Not just that. Mm-hmm. They didn't want the government regulating regulating them to death. So mm-hmm. that's when they was like, "All right, we're just gonna do our own." But the mm-hmm. whole system was set up. Mm-hmm. It was set, like that this was a, a manufactured decision. disaster <laughs> because the the the, the grid in the grid in Texas is set up to where like if if, if energy spikes if there's a right. you know it is designed to jack prices up for the for the energy company to make right. them okay. even more money. Yeah. So it was okay. it, 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 this is a crisis of their doing and also. Ten years ago, ten years ago, there was another cold snap just like this one, mm-hmm. and the feds told them, "Hey, you need to renderize your 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 energy system," and they didn't listen. Mm. I bet they'll listen now, maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I but hope like, so. I hope so because like it's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like you have there are customers right now in Texas who are facing 10, 15000 dollar energy bills because of their income because of the Republicans' incompetence. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be paying it. <laughs> You'll get your money. All right. My thing Take is, I got a court. I got a couple <laughs> close close friends in Texas that had like newborn babies and stuff. Oh no! So I, so I was trying to figure out. I you know I reached out to them to see what was going on, and by the grace of God, all of them got power and water at the same time, like the day before, the day after I reached out to them. Mm-hmm. And with that man said, though, it's like, was it worth it to be on your own grid though? Because you it's look at look at what you putting at risk. Yep. 
You know, right. you can't control the weather. You don't know what's like. Okay, mm-hmm. we know whenever snows in Texas, it, it's not even supposed to get cold for real. But shit, y'all, y'all ignore climate it's change. Global, it's called climate change, <laughs> yeah. and we're gonna you, get you, more of these more that. Right? Y'all ignore <laughs> climate change, so you can't fucking ignore climate change and then not take, I like, not take uh, extra precautions and put in. Put in just you know just just in case things like okay if I ignore the climate change if they if they right if it snows here we can be fucked and guess what happened that's what happened exactly people yeah. got fucked because they because yeah. it snowed there and y'all ignore y'all ignore taking precautions to prevent that shit from happening right Texas got got fucked with no lube mm-hmm. yeah well <laughs> moving right along actually I will skip that subject because that was. Uh, basically, my next subject was supposed to be the whole South Carolina abortion law thing, but that's not a good segue there. Um, so we'll just that one. <laughs> yeah, please don't, because I, I have to deal with this because I'm currently here. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, we'll skip that one. Yeah. Um, how do you guys feel about the Biden 50K student loan debt plan and him backtracking on it? I mean, the man never agreed to it, first of all. That's the thing. He never agreed to it. They both playing with us, Congress and the presidency. They was never going to do it in the first place. Biden talked about they want it so bad. They write a bill. I'll sign it. They talk about something. You don't even need a bill. Just make it a signed thing. Neither one of them want to take the blame if it backfires. So y'all, I don't know what y'all expected. It was never going through anyway. So now what you need so- to worry about is where my $1,400? Where is my <laughs> so- STEMI? <laughs> So this hold on. This this is what I'm gonna ask you though, Chris. Mm-hmm. So I thought he backtracked on the full payment. He only backtracked. He backtracked on the 50k too. Uh, they said he, never, he, can wipe, never... he can wipe away up to 50 grand from executive order. Yeah, right, right. Okay. He doesn't want to do that. He said if y'all want to do it, it needs to go through the process to allocate money, which would be the House writes a bill, they vote, and then he just signs off on it. The house, like, nah, we're not doing that because, of course, they want to keep their majorities and whatever. Just nobody want to take the blame for it if it fucks right. up. So right. y'all can just, I mean, and, okay. and then this, also, this is America. And, and then also, it. he's already using, he's, you know, President Biden is already using a lot of political capital to get the American Rescue Plan passed. That's another fight. Like, I get, trust me, I have, I have a hundred and Fifteen thousand dollars of student loans. I would love right. to see fifty thousand uh, knocked away. There are bigger fights to fight right now. That you mm-hmm. know, student, student loan debt can that can be decided later. Right now, the American people are struggling, are hurting <clears throat> from four years of gross incompetence and just assholery. Right, mm-hmm. people are hurting. Mm-hmm. People are hurting. I, I'm not working right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not working right now. That extra four, that fourteen hundred dollars would go a long way for me. Right. Plus that, plus plus that unemployment, that, that unemployment boost. It should be six hundred. I'll take four hundred a week, four hundred extra a week. That is, we want kids to be back in school. We need to give schools, districts, and states, and cities and localities the the funds and the ability to to one get our school get the get these schools. Some of which are over 100 years old and don't have any ventilation systems. The things that they need, the PPE that they need, the testing, getting shots in teachers' arms so that we can get their asses back in the goddamn classroom where they, 
where they need to be and where our kids desperately need to be. That is more important right now. Hmm. Moving right along. Um, This situation with Cam Newton. CJ brought it to my attention, so I had to go look it up again. um, It's just as funny as the first time. But... But how do y'all feel about it? I know CJ. You I feel like about- it was disrespectful. Like, why would you do that? Even if Cam mm-hmm. is trash, like, why would you tell anybody that's in the NFL, you high school student, that they are trash? You yep. like, nigga, you may never get into the league ever. But at least it's Cam not was even, it's one of those even. people that was at the top. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and as a yeah. black quarterback, a number one pick, a Ain't black no. quarterback, like, come on, like, fuck out of here. Won a national championship. Cam was the number one. Right, Cam was the number one. Heisman Trophy winner, won a national championship. Heisman Trophy winner. I'm just saying, like, I want to know who your dad is. Like, Cam, let me run down his accolades. Let me run down his accolades for him. National championship, Heisman Trophy winner, first round over, first overall round pick, rookie of the year, a league MVP. NFL League MVP, took mm-hmm. a sip from Subo. You you hope to have a career close to that. You better close. hope you, you better hope you have something sniffing. You better hope you a fucking MVP anywhere. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So it's like you can't sit up here just because the man. You know, it's a career. It's one. Of, I mean, almost every athlete goes through this. He's going through just a little career fork in the road. All right, where, where should I go from here? He he's faced injuries in his career. Team wanted to go never way with their quarterback organization wanted to go never way. He faced injuries, but he still Cam Newton. And he's providing a camp, a football camp for you to get exposure. So I told, I told my uh I told my best friend, I said, look, that was my son. He's not playing. I'm, if he was in his sophomore year or something, he's not playing his junior year. Nope. I'm not, I'm not even I'm not even gonna let him play. Mm. I'm like, nah, because you I said your mind, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you your mind, your mental ain't even right. Yeah. You disrespecting Cam Newton. That doesn't mm-hmm. Right. What's wrong with you? But my, my thing is like, like who raised you, man? Who that, raised that, you? That, I wouldn't that, want him to that. play on my team. I exactly. would. He's got coaches in the future. I wouldn't want to deal with that. Like, bro, you kind of just ruined your whole career before you even had one for that, real. That's because I was like, wait a minute, this kid. And then he put out like a public apology as if he was a celebrity. I'm like, no, you need to get on camera the same way you were talking shit. Don't go and hide behind your yeah, notes. Get on camera and apologize. Exactly. exactly. So. I didn't accept the apology. Cam, apparently, though, he said that he's going to pay for this kid's college tuition. I'm going to tell y'all this. No, 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 Honestly, no, no. that's, the, I, that's a, the best way to shit on somebody, no, no. though. Uh, I pay for no. your college, young man. But, look, I'm going to tell y'all this. I've I, I, uh, I coached youth football. I've coached that same age range, that sort of 13 age range. I've coached youth football. These, this new, these new generation of youngers, are, they are just like that. Like, on that video, they are like mm-hmm. that. And I do feel like Cam handled it the best way he's put to handle it. He did. He just he just pretty much was like, "Look, I'm rich. What is your problem? I'm a, where's your daddy? I want to talk to your daddy. Where's your father? Because you're tripping. where's your father? Though? He handled where's it the best proper way. He's like, "You're going to be poor because you're a free agent, nigga. I'm never going to be poor. I made over ever uh, fifty million in this league. Exactly. Well, a uh, hundred million in this league. I'm never going to be poor, brother. He said, "You're a free agent. You're going to be poor and all that." He handled it the best way. It struck a nerve with Cam because I could tell it struck a nerve with him. But he handled it the best way while he was like, he's blowing me. He handled it the best way. I, I can't give Cam but nothing but credit for that. At the right. same right. time, at the same time, it's like, like I said, if I'm not kids coach that's father, I'm disciplining him on my own. Like you never gonna go like like I said, Greg earlier. No, mm-hmm. I'm talking to you. If we in our era, it would have probably been like Donovan McNabb or something. 
Yep. I'm not going to a Don McNabb camp and talking shit to Don McNabb. Exactly. What are you? Like, are you serious? You at my shit and you talking shit to me. Like you're learn. You're supposed to be learning from me, but you acting like you know it all. Then why'd your parents bring you here? Exactly. I, I just, you know what? I'm giving you exposure. I got all the college coaches on Dow. You know what I mean? I got all the all, I got all NFL agents on Dow. Who mm-hmm. agents? Who, all the NFL agents who can like what? Like, get in, who can get uh, get in touch with all the college coaches? You know, I know the NFL agents talk to the college coaches. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I can I can get you somewhere where you getting recruited. You you can't got put in no work for real. You can expose you just being here with me. And if I like you, I'm gonna put you in the next position. Just all for that. Here's the thing. Now Cam can talk all his shit because of one thing. The fact that he's paying his kid whole to- uh, college tuition. So if this kid don't pan out and he end up being a bust, Cam will be like, well, I did for him. You know, you know, it, but, and you know what? And, that, and that's some real ball shit, though. I like that. And the same, at the same time, too, Cam knew what kind of backlash. You know, you got to understand what type of society we live in, too. Just like mm-hmm. I say what I said, I'm not going to try to drown the kid at all, either. Because he made a mistake. He's a child. He made a mistake, and he's, and he's following a trend of trolls. You feel <laughs> me? He's following a trolling trend, and he mm-hmm. made a mistake as a young child. Yeah, you know, already know what Twitter did. Twitter pulled up his highlights with him getting dogged and all that. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, dr- I'm not gonna drown that young black man at the same time. I'm just gonna teach him a lesson. Like, you ain't gonna play this year. Exactly. I wouldn't drown him. So I think Cam Newton already knew. Damn, you went viral. You gonna need the world is about to. You gonna see what the world is now. The world, but they about to go on you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he, that, that's what happened. So so Cam, like, I'm gonna pay his college tuition. Just yeah. take like. He liked the fire and younger, but he just went about the wrong way. He wanted to do that. Okay. All right, so let's move right along. Um, I don't know if y'all want to touch on Takashi 69. I'm I'm kinda like I'm exhausted with this nigga, but yeah, don't I don't want to like give him we, no I feel like everybody give him too much play as it is, man. Don't really like want to give said, him no, stop talking about me, bet. Say less. <laughs> but he, he wants you to stop talking about him because he's no he's the poster boy for negative shit. Exactly. So now that he don't want you to talk about him. It's time to talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's my thing. That's my thing. Oh, now you don't want us to talk about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's not, we, ain't, we still not going to give you that because all publicity is good publicity. Exactly. But my thing is with him, I want, I, I want to get the youth to understand that he's getting super aggressive with his, uh, with his trolling, like pulling up on rappers and all that. Mm-hmm. He's not <laughs> going to be able to do that on nobody else. He did it to me. It was strategically, it was strategically done to Meek Mill. Mm-hmm. He strategically pulled up. He can do this to any, he know where these rappers at. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He strategically did the Meek Mill. Not like Meek a weak dude or nothing like that. He did it to Meek because he know Meek is the face of justice reform and prison reform and shit like that. Exactly. Right. And so he know he, Meek really can't react like he want to really react. He yeah. didn't fail to realize that. This was all oh, yeah, Meek pulled up on Safari and put him on Quick Miller, but he won't put him on 6 9 I said, yeah, but he wasn't facing justice reform at the time he did that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they don't realize that. He's 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 in the offices with Robert Kraft and Jay-Z. He can't fucking shoot Takashi 6ix9ine. They're trying to trick Meek out of his position. And people don't realize that. If I was Meek, though, he shouldn't have tweeted about it or nothing. I just kept it like, whatever, bro. I keep walking. Meek still got to get his little shit out of his way where he respond to shit. But he's trying to cheat Meek Mill out of his position. That's what he's getting aggressive with. He went to Meek. He's not going to pull up on Lil Dirk like that. He's not going to pull up on any young, none of the young rappers who's really about that. He's not going right. to pull up on him like that. He did it to Meek Mill strategically. He did it to Meek Mill strategically. When he goes, to, if he goes to Chicago, that nigga has nothing but police around him. Mm-hmm. Like, 
So it's it's just it's. I just don't want people to fall for the camera trick. You know what I mean? It's a camera trick. It's a, it's not but a camera trick. I was like, oh, Meek looking weak. I'm like, Meek Mills is hanging with Robert Kraft and Jay-Z. Why the fuck would he shoot? Like, why would he do that? They're trying to trick him out of position. Like, people will understand whether you like Meek or not, but Meek is in the, he's in the position to where it's like, he's the face of prison reform. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta chill on that shit. They gotta chill on that. And they trying to get using Takashi in the culture to try to, Make it seem like oh niggas like me trying to be the face of prison reform, supposed to be in prison. Look how he reacted. Mm-hmm. You know, he, Meek knows what he's doing. Meek knows what he's doing. He just shouldn't have even tweeted about it. He's trying to save his face so he can still make gangster records. It's like, all right, Meek, just take the Jay Z route. You only got to do that no more. Yeah, talk about other shit now. You only got to do that no more. Right. Everybody was on your. You lost the Dragon Rap Battle. You got locked up with some bullshit. Everybody, everybody was on your side again. Or you got everybody on your side again. You don't have to do this street shit no more. You went billionaires. Nah, they right. got you. Why, why would I bust? Why would I shoot Takashi Six Nine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, when this of niggas all like people. it's niggas like it's niggas. It's niggas like Kodak Black, or, or, or I know he just got out, but it's like nigga, it's it's the it's these little hungry niggas for clout waiting for Takashi to run across them. Mm-hmm. All they these clout chasing ass, no Kodak. Come on now, yeah, nigga. All these little clout chasing ass youngers out here now, they waiting for Takashi to act like they gonna run up on them. So mm-hmm. it, Meek was the easy target for him. He knew Meek could really want really do nothing, yep. and he knew everybody was gonna get on Meek ass, especially all the rap niggas. So he played it. He was being strategic and put like this. The FBI has been strategic in their move to fuck up what they're trying to do over here. Right. That's what exactly. I would say. Cause, cause that's what he got behind him. <coughs> for real, for real. That nigga working the for law, the FBI. The law that nigga, on his side. Yeah, that nigga's <laughs> working for the fucking FBI right now. Like, no bullshit. All right. So, moving right along. I was going to talk about Meek and the Kobe lyrics, but he apologized. I'm going to just let that be. I'm going to just let it ride. Um, hopefully, you just don't say nothing else stupid. Um, yeah, just chill out. Right. Yeah. So, Tori's hairline. How you feel? Do we do we want to talk about it or can we just let that slide? The Reese Cup rapper. Yeah, yeah, that jump. So I'm gonna tell y'all what it was, right? See, I realized with the uh, Tory shit. Remember when he first restored his hairline? He was a Breakfast Club showing it off. Yep. Mm-hmm. He he still had his head cut low to where it wasn't dark for real. Mm-hmm. So he ain't let people know his head wasn't going in the middle of his head either yet. Mm-hmm. He just got a, he just he just got his hairline restored. He, he didn't get that crown of his head restored yet. Exactly. So that's why when the, whatever his hat came off when he was playing ball, that's why you see what you see. His hairline looked strong as hell. It yeah. was intact, but that motherfucker right. crown in the middle, <laughs> the head gone because oh. he didn't get that fit because that was fucked up too. Yeah, he had the fucking Mar from Home Alone. I was like, okay, yeah. all right, the Mr. The Mr. <laughs> the, 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 the Mar. Mr. The Mr. Burns jump, yeah. Ooh, that's not jump. the Mr. Burns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that jump, yeah. So let me see. What what else do we have on our docket for? Um, oh, Kanye. We got we got to talk about that before we go into dope and dope. So Kim apparently filed for divorce from Kanye, and she wants two point three billion dollars in the custody battle. So how the fuck do you ask for two point three billion dollars? I mean, they got four kids. <laughs> Two point. He was just bankrupt when we started the podcast. That was what, 2018? Yeah, he, I remember when it was the joint bank account thing. 
Exactly. Now, $2.3 Where did Ain't enough Yeezys. I'm sorry. There are not enough Yeezys for Kanye to be like, you know what? I can give her $2.3 billion. I feel bad for the guy. Because he's going to get it from Trump. He is. He is. But I will say, my Dark Twisted Fantasies Part 2. It's probably uh, coming out. I, don't, I think it's coming out. Because I think, but this is my thing. Uh, I, I think Kim, Kim, know that Kim ain't stupid. Kim see the daughter. I thing. know. That man got an so NDA. She definitely, you think he don't got a, she don't got an NDA on him? Oh, fact. Absolutely. Yeah, fact. She, she, you ain't coming ain't, in the Kardashian. Not even Kim, Chris Jenner ain't having that, yo. Chris Jenner ain't having that. You see, you see, you see what Dr. Dre wife about to get or trying to get. But I think she owed. I think she should deserve it. Low key, I, I mean, think I'm, she deserves it. I, I, I think, I think they seen what Shorty was gonna get because it got, got to think about it. It wasn't that far after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Once Shorty seen her number, they was like, "Oh shit, I'm about to divorce, uh, divorce, divorce Kanye." He looked good to me anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How much money is Kanye even worth? Have, he's a billionaire. But an eight billionaire? Like what? No, nah, he, he not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, he after got divorce, Bezos. He, like, come on. Now. Yeah, uh, yeah. After the after the after the uh, after the divorce, he probably won't be a billionaire no more. But he, my uh, man ain't Bloomberg out here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He ain't Bloomberg. But currently today, he's definitely a billionaire. So I'm gonna place another call to someone I do a show with on stereo just to see, you know, their perspective of this Kim and Kanye situation. So let's see what they say. If they answer the phone, of course. Hello. What's up? What's up? Who are you? (laughs) It is good to hear from you. How are you now that we're not on the stereo streets this week? You know, you can hear me clearly with no interruptions. See, that is good. Um, that is good. I need you and Chris to do a show. I, I think this needs to happen. So, oh yeah, you tell me when I'm down. We we definitely hey. need to book that. Um, as, as you know, Shane, you were on episode 300 of the Young Black and Bothered podcast. 300. Yes, indeed. Um, I, I wanted to ask you a question. I ain't gonna keep you too long. Um, what is your personal opinions about this Kim and Kanye situation? Um, I would like to welcome that for the back, even though he's damaged. But we can welcome back. Um, and the deep dive to some dark to tune on and to you know, reach, you know, no, okay. I got one more question I need to ask you before, you know, we let you go. Um, we have a new segment on the show that is called Unpopular Opinions. What is an unpopular opinion of yours? Uh, well, I think it's... Yeah, some, pretty much something that sits on your spirit that annoys you or something that is, you know, unpopular that nobody else would think is an unpopular opinion. Like, first, she she had an unpopular opinion last week that I actually agreed with her after she explained it. So... Like, what is something for you that's unpopular? You might say, you know what? I don't like Beyonce. That is definitely an unpopular opinion. Oh, I hate Taylor Swift. Oh, wow. Damn. <laughs> I don't like Taylor Swift either. She's the oh, you know, I'm the old American girl. Everybody loves me too. Motherfucker. Okay. She's white privilege. Yeah. Okay. And a, a little teaser for our show that we, we have tonight as well. Um, 
I need to know, um, name an annoying clubhouse room. Like, what would be the name of a clubhouse room that you would hate? Um, are black women worth the trouble? See, you know, you got to oh go. Oh, my God. That's a hell of a one. <laughs> you got to go. But I would definitely, I wouldn't agree because they are. Oh, Lord. Oh, my Lord. They so, are worth the trouble. But that's a hell of a one. I'm going to say a better one, Greg. What's that? Conspiracy Theorist Anonymous. Oh, no. Oh no! Yeah, that was the first one I went into. When I say I was so entertained by the buffoonery I was hearing, I'm like, "That's not true. That's not true. Yeah, that's not true either." <laughs> Wait, what is that? A clubhouse? Yeah, clubhouse conspiracy theory room. I'm like, oh. uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but some of the shit they be talking about, it be having like, don't listen to that joint under the influence of anything. You be yeah. like, hold up, what the fuck? <laughs> what you talking right. about? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, Shane, you know, I just wanted to, you know, let you call in for episode 300. Thank you for everything you've done for the YBB podcast. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to you and Chris doing the show together. And yes. you'll be talking to me soon as well. So, Stereo, I hope y'all got your money right because we coming for it. Congrats to y'all on y'all 300. Thank, Thank you. you. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Oh, Lord. So... Thank you for everybody who's called in so far. We got a couple more special guests that'll call periodically throughout the show. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, before we get out of here, since Darren, you are still on here, uh, we have a new segment called Unpopular Opinions, where all of us go around circle and we say one unpopular opinion that we believe that nobody else thinks. Um, We can't argue it. We can't debate it. It is just what it is. So what is an unpopular opinion of yours? Oh, I got one. All right. Unpopular opinion. I think Meek Mill's line regarding the late great Kobe Bryant was not that bad. Oh wow! I kind of agree with you, D. Because guess what, D. We heard way worse. Thank you. Wow. (laughs) Way worse. We have. Wow. That that was a wild. Okay. All right. We can't argue it. So CJ, you up next? Um, come back to me, Greg. I think I got a lot of them. All right. Q, oh, I is- have one. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, I was gonna say I am not a fan of Megan the Stallion. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Okay, y'all mm. coming with heat right now for the. And unpopular. I feel like I used to really be a fan of hers, but I just feel like something's just not sitting right with my spirit. I don't know what it is, but something about her just isn't sitting right in my spirit, and I feel like. I don't know if she's just trying to like 
you know, Megan with the industry. I don't know if people leading her in the wrong way, but this Meg right now, I feel like it's just not the same Meg and unpopular opinion. I just feel like Megan Stallion is not cool, yo. She not cool. <laughs> you know what, Chris? I feel what you mean on that. I think she gives she gives me some she give me off vibes too. She gives yeah, me all vibes. Off vibes. Yeah. Like vibes her. Be awful, and I feel like even when you look at her in the eye, it don't look right. Like she yeah. like she looked like she something wrong with her. I don't know what it is, but and I'm not trying to say nothing because, you know, black women are scrutinized again, but I don't want that to be the, you know, the the get out of jail free card. Like we can't say nothing or comment on black women because they think we attack it. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to attack Megan. It's just right now. I don't know what's been going on, but ever since 2020, she hasn't been right to me. And I don't even think because of the whole Tory Lanez thing. I just didn't like her energy even before then. I just felt like she was just a little bit too, too much. I don't know what it is. Like maybe some arrogance there. And and, and you have every right to be, you know, arrogant and happy and proud of what you're doing. Like I, I'm props to her. She is a great artist. But even her last album to me wasn't even... Like, it just wasn't good to me. Like, I don't know. I just feel like something going on with Megan Thee Stallion and I ain't really fucking with her right now. I can ride off of... I can ride off of Chris's unpopular opinion with mine. People what? might not agree with me, but what the fuck? That's what I think. Okay. All right. Q, what is your popular... Oh, no. We still going, CJ? I'm about to go. Oh, I'm about to say he ain't say he ain't say um, what we was riding off with. <laughs> oh, uh, I honestly don't think Troy Lane shattered. Oh, ooh, mm-hmm. okay, ooh, right. ooh. he uh-huh. might not understand, like, because he was trying to explain it. Because you know you have to listen to both sides. You can't just listen to the headlines and reports. Mm-hmm. My thing is, it's so from what she says. And from what the story reports, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, first of all, it wasn't like like somebody called the police out. Like, they did, nobody in that car called the police. Somebody else called the police from seeing the situation, and they heard, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Gunshot. And she tries to say, oh, I was just, wasn't trying to be hat, sending my brother to jail. That's I don't think that's what she was like, doing. What? Like what? You wasn't doing that. Not, if, if somebody yeah, shot you, what you was doing. If somebody shot you and the police came, you're gonna be like, this nigga that shot. That nigga shot me. Ain't no you trying to you want to try, I don't nah. want him to die. That was like, the first red flag. With that fake ass narrative. Yeah. Yo. And then she tried to run with that narrative on SNL and tried to run with that, like protect black women. You know, I'm protecting y'all. I'm like, hold up, Shorty. Yep. Yeah, I just feel like I don't like that. That's what I'm saying. And I really don't is, like my... you taking that type of trauma as a as a get out of jail free card. And I'm not saying that she wasn't shot because she was clearly hurt. Like yeah. clearly it was a tussle. But my thing is, how much can say she wasn't shot? How can you? Something happened that broke skin. The glass broke that. and scratched her foot. Mm. And yeah, that probably went off, and the and the glass and the glass broken sh- and scratched her foot. Just from my just being a nigga with common sense and looking at what they're trying to protect in the media and what they're trying to portray. I I think because my thing is out of everybody in that car, Tory Lanez did not. He had the lesser motive of everybody in that car to, to pull a, a gunshot. That's mm-hmm. what I'm he saying. Was, he was messing with her and her friend. What's her Kelsey? Mm. Mm. Talking, speaking, talking. 
He was pissing with Kelsey and Megan. Why would I shoot somebody? I'm fucking both of y'all. Right. See, I was I was gonna do it, but That's I can't. That's my whole thing. <laughs> he's trying not to be happy, but everybody jumped on his ass because Megan got in front of the story first. That's that's my unpopular opinion. Sure. You know what I mean? I like it. I like it. Q, what is your unpopular opinion, sir? Oh, man. Uh-oh. Unpopular opinion. The Lakers are going to lose in the, in the second round. Oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> now, I know we're not supposed to debate this shit, but she's talking right and, now. But no, but you know what? I agree with one. I agree with you. They oh. not they won off that bullshit pandemic season. They're not a they're not the best team in the league. They're really not. Uh oh. They're really not. Uh oh. Uh oh. All right. And I guess I'm gonna end the unpopular opinions for episode three hundred by saying this. We are the best motherfucking podcast that you've ever heard. We will be the best fucking podcast Damn. you've ever heard. And not that we have podcasts with the community. So we can do podcasts with other people. We can do podcasts with politicians, celebrities, anybody. We are no longer young, black, and bothered. We still hold that title, but we're always going to be this show. No matter who's been a co-host, a guest, uh, a friend of the show, anything like that, this is still the best fucking podcast that is not always on 300 episodes. We will be doing even more. So, you know, shout out to everybody who has a podcast. Shout out to people who plan on doing podcasts. Shout out to the women of our podcast who make us do the things that we do. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Iris. Mm-hmm. Chris, Iris. Yeah. Even the ladies of the past, Kelly, I'm, I'm talking about like Tiff, everybody who's been a part of the show, like shout mm-hmm. out to them. But, but at the end of the day, man, like this is Young Black and Bald that this has been episode 300. Not YG 300, but we talking about YBAB 300. So let everybody know where they can find you on social media so we can get up out of here. Yes, you can find me at Chris Cash DC on Instagram and at Viva La Marie on Twitter. Find me at Quad CJ Money on Twitter, Quad CJ Money 2 on Instagram and CJ Jackson on Facebook. Now you can find me on Instagram and underscore Twash Me Work on Twitter. And you can find me on Twitter at Good Easy Nice Hill 6 and your yeah, fuck Instagram. <laughs> you can follow us all on Twitter at YB Bothered. You can follow us on Instagram at Young Black Pod. And more importantly, uh, cash apps might be in the show notes because y'all need to pay us. Yes, indeed. <laughs> exactly. So again, you know, shout out to 300 episodes and here's to 1300 more. So until next week, we will see y'all.